Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. In this podcast, we're going to talk about how you can master the first call with a potential prospect. Hey, everybody. Bill Kasky, Bill Kasky Podcast. Glad you're joining me today. I'm glad you join me every day, every week, usually Wednesday. We introduce a new topic, and it all has to do with how you can achieve more in the profession of sales in the business-to-business realm. Now, we also work with business-to-government. We also work sometimes with business-to-consumer, but most of our work with our clients is they they are in the business-to-business sales profession. And so today I want to talk a little bit about how you can master the first call in your process. Cool? All right, let's get to work. If you're interested in talking to me about your team or yourself, you can go to BillKasky.com. There's a contact page there. You can set up a call and tell me a little bit about what you want to accomplish. Uh, We are constantly opening up positions in our High Achiever Mentoring Group. Uh, We're doing another orientation starting eh, sometime in March. And so if you want to get in on that, make sure you connect with me and we will make it happen. So the, the idea of first call mastery is something that I work with all of my clients on. And I'm going to give you five elements of how to master the first call. But first, I think it's important to talk about why the first call is so important. I think the stage gets set during that first call, and you position yourself as a guide. That's really the position I want you to embrace, not the position of a salesperson and somebody who needs the business, but it's a guide. And a guide helps your customer I'm using the term customer here for prospect or client, whatever whatever word you want to put on it, assign to it. You help them get from where they are to where they want to be. That's really what a guide does. I think you get paid a lot more in the sales profession if you are a really good professional guide. Now, part of that is you need to know where they are. Part of that is you need to know where they're going. Part of it is you need to have a vehicle to help them get there. And your process and the solution is the vehicle. So it's vital for you to set the stage properly up front. My promise is if you do these five things, A, I think you're going to be more confident because you're going to have more clarity about how to behave. Number two, I think the call will be more productive. And three, I think the sales process from that point on will be more to your liking. I I would say you'll control it better, but I'm not talking about controlling the people in it. I'm more interested in you controlling the process because I think you should control the process because you have the solution they are clamoring for. Their money means less to you than your solution means to them. At least it should. So sometimes we talk about sense of urgency and how to how to create more of a sense of urgency. And we think sense of urgency is just giving them deadlines to buy. That's not sense of urgency. That's, that's uh, futile. I want them to have a sense of urgency because you have something that's really special and good for them. 
So uh, the promise is if you do it, I think you get clarity, you get confidence, the productive calls, and the process goes smoother. Mistakes. What mistakes do we make? Well, I think first off, we think by going fast, it creates speed. And I don't know, John Wooden was a basketball coach at UCLA in America, and he won, I don't know, nine straight national championships back in the 60s. And he was a philosopher in a way, and he's got some bad vibes that kind of follow him around in terms of recruiting. But generally, he had some really interesting philosophies. And one of them was, if you want speed, sometimes you have to go slow. If you want speed to result, sometimes you have to slow things down. If you want speed, the worst thing to do is go fast. And I think salespeople are guilty of this. We we want to take someone from first call where they don't even know you exist all the way to booking an appointment and generating a sale way too quickly. I think if you slow down, the process speeds up. And I know this is kind of out of the orthodoxy of how you've been taught, maybe what you believe, but I've seen it happen too many times. Number two mistake I think we make is we abdicate control to the prospect. I want you to control the buyer-seller dance, period. You need to be in control. The old way is, well, they got the money, so they get to call the shots. No, you've got the solution, so you get to call the shots. And the third mistake I think we make is we fail Oh, this happens all the time. We fail to meet them where they are. Think about that. If you're going to be a guide on a journey of any kind, don't you have to meet the, the patient or the customer, or the prospect, the hiker, where they are? And you can't do that if you're too anxious to sell because you will bowl right over that. So it's a huge mistake. I think mis, you know, kind of meeting them where they are is, is a critical component to controlling the process, speed to result. And part of that is this first call mastery, as I call it. So I'm going to give you five things here with a sixth option. And uh, I want you to take notes here. And I think you'll I think you'll like these. Number one, you have to get your mind right. You have to detach from any and all outcomes. If a person says yes, okay. If a person says no, okay. If a person says, I really like what you're talking about here, let's have another meeting, okay. If a person says, I hate what you're talking about, and I would never buy from you under any conditions, okay. You've got to detach from the outcomes. When you can detach from the outcome, you will be stronger in the process because you're not going to worry about what happens. There's a saying in the military that uh, the, the most dangerous man is the one who's not afraid of dying. Because they will do anything and they're not concerned with death. And you're not either here, even though I know the military metaphor is not particularly uh, inviting when you're talking about a sale because there's no life and death. But you're not afraid of losing the deal. And when you're not afraid and you're detached, you will do the right things. So get your mind right is number one. Number two, whenever you're there, and I just had this conversation with a a client, a brand new client, she called me and said, look, I'm getting ready to have a meeting. There's three of us, there's three of them. And we had a couple of conversations before this meeting, but now this is like the the big, the big fabulous meeting we're going to have. There's going to be a bunch of people there. And I said, you have to do a review. You have to let everybody in the room, not just, your, not just their people, but your people too, just do a reset and say, look, here's how we got here. 
you and I talked on the phone, Phil, about a month ago. We talked about some of the issues. I talked to your technical person, Jonathan, and we we spent a little time together. I uh, shared with my team what you said, some of the input and perspectives. And so uh, that's kind of how we got here. Is, did anybody have anything there that maybe I missed or anything? I always want to do a review because I don't know what they remember from the last call we had. You heard on my last episode, we talked about, or maybe it wasn't the last episode, maybe I, I recorded it for the future. I recorded so many of these things. I don't know where it was. But anyway, it was about a guy who was getting ready to call somebody back after they had told him that they wanted to talk the first of the year. And he can't just go in and expect that they remember every last little bit of the first call. So he's got to do a quick review, just a review to remind people how we got to this point. Number three, I think you need some kind of an upfront plan. You need to be able to articulate, once you do the review, articulate the the plan for today. Here's the expectation. Here's the process. Here's what I'd like to do today. I'd like to ask you some questions, maybe questions around A, B, and C. I'd like for you to ask us any questions, technical or otherwise. I'd like to share with you some of the things that we've done and some of the people who have asked us to come in and help them. I thought that might shed some light on some of the work that we do. And then at the end, we can decide if there's a next logical step, either to buy or to have another meeting or to have another series of meetings. Again, you'll have to you'll have to decide in your process what a next logical step would be. So you've just established the upfront plan. Now, why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I want them to know you're a pro. And a pro, a pro guide, understands the process, understands the map. If you don't share with them the map, how are they going to know to follow you? And they aren't. So this upfront plan, upfront, whatever you want to call it, is, is vital to you controlling the process, not the people in the process, but the process itself. Number four, I think you've got to have something here that talks about why people seek you out, why they invite you in. I wouldn't talk about why they buy from you yet, because I think you're premature. Again, part of that going slow to go, to go fast. I would just say, look, there's several reasons people like you invite us in, and I want to get to what it is for you. But I think the days of you saying, okay, well, tell me, why am I here? What do you want to accomplish today? If, if they're not a sophisticated buyer, how are they going to answer that question? They have no idea what you can do. So this is where I think you have to bring in, you know, typically there's three things that people call us in for help with. Number one, they have problems with A. Number two, they have problems with B. Number three, they have whatever those things are. But make sure you have somewhere in your process, in your first call, why other people seek you out and talk about some of the pains and problems and issues, dilemmas, circumstances that they have. Number five. At the end, so, you know, after number four, you're going to have your conversation. You're going to ask the questions, and we've done podcasts on that. But at some point, you're going to, you're going to have dialogue. You're going to talk about what are some of the issues you're having. Tell me a little bit about your business. What's, what's on the horizon? What are some of the trends you're seeing? What are some of the roadblocks that are going to happen in the future? Why are you interested in this product or service? So all that needs to happen. Then at the end, number five, is I want you to have a clear future. I want you to be able to say, look, you know, when we started, we talked about 
how we were going to ask each other some questions. I feel like we've done that. I feel like I have a much better sense of what you're looking for. Hopefully you have a better sense of the kind of work we do. Um, here's what I suggest the next step to be. Don't ask them what the next step is. The guide, the surgeon doesn't ask the patient what the next step in the surgery is. The surgeon says, look, here's the next step. You need to show up for x-rays or you need to come to the you know, surgery center at 8 a.m. and don't eat the night before or whatever. You've been to those, those sessions before. The surgeon controls the process. I want you to control the process. Now, if you make a suggestion of the next step and they say, eh, too quick, or I don't have the power to do that, or I think it's premature, or you're going to have to let us, you know, ruminate on this for a little bit, that's fine. You can negotiate that. But I don't ever want to leave without some kind of a clear future with a date and a next step. Now, here's the sixth option, is if you're in a business where your story matters or the story of the company matters, you have to tell it sometime during that first upfront part. So I would even talk about that maybe in step four, prior to you doing the thing where, why people seek us out, you would tell your story. Say, look, before we get into why people seek us and, and search for us to help them is I want to tell you just a one minute story of a company, how we came to be. Our founder started the company because of X. He would see this or she would see that. And there was a lot of pains and problems. And we decided that we wanted to serve this constituent, this cohort, this audience. So you can tell your story. I like the story. It, it could be your personal story. I've got a, a client who has a sales professional who actually used the service to grow their business when they were an entrepreneur. And so that story is perfect because they can give witness and bear witness to all the pains they had and the problems and how they struggled with A, B, and C until they found out this product. And then they decided they loved it so much, they decided to come to work here, you know, kind of like the Victor Kayam. I love the Razor so much, I bought the company. So the story is an option, but I like it. I think it probably needs to be in there somewhere. You have to decide what the story is. So those are the five things. Number one, get your mind right. Number two, a quick a quick historical review of how we got here. Number three, what is the plan for today? Just share, lay out the process. Number four, why people seek us out. And number five, make sure you have a clear future at the end. And of course, number six was the optional story. So I hope that has helped you. I think the first call is, is vital. I think if you get this right, a lot of good things happen during the process. Take your time. If you have people that go out on calls with you, like a, a VP or, if, you know, if you're a VP, make sure that you have spent enough time before the actual call working through the process, working through these five things. All right. I hope that has been helpful. And you can go to BillKasky.com if you want to hear more. Talk to me live in person. I'm happy to do that. Talk soon. Bye.